How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. afternoon or good evening wherever you are in the world and welcome to the trainer revenue multiplier show as always i am jamie your co-host at the trm podcast and we appreciate you joining us i am stoked to have the man himself on as our guest today i feel weird calling him a guest because this podcast is his brainchild but matthew park welcome to your own podcast how are you I am doing wonderful, Jamie. Good to see you. Good to see you in your nice toque, your Canadian toque there you have happening for you this morning. And it's great to be here, Jamie. Oh, it's my pleasure, Matthew. It looks like both of our heads are covered because we are both experiencing winter in our own different ways, huh? Agreed. 110%. Yours, yours must be a lot chillier on the Florida side and mine is snowier on the Canadian side. So it's it is. Yeah, that's it. That is it. So... We are talking goal setting. We are recording this podcast on January 19th. So we're a little under three weeks into 2022. Um, it's never too late to set goals, right? It uh, doesn't matter whether it's December 31st or August 20th. There is always something we could be doing more, doing better uh, in order to improve our lives and our business. Agreed, 100%. You have a very special methodology that has become almost famous within the TRM uh, system of goal setting. Why is it so important to you? Because when we set goals, I find the typical methodology is always go in the future, always go in the future, always go in the future. And we typically become this future idealistic goal setting self that just ends up um, you know, compounding into more, which is great, but I feel there's, there's a missing piece that's so important is your review of what you've actually been doing the last three months, six months, or a year, and learning what went well, what did you want to improve, where was the real data, where was the real information, and like what actually went good for your past year, um, business, numbers, uh, marketing, sales, relationship, health, everything, and looking at that as your framework first before actually going into goal setting into your new year. And I always find that I'm also finding as well that quarter one chunks, we kind of go over this little chunking process of like, you know, one year is a long time. Yeah. Each quarter is actually more specific. So I find that, you know, spending a good half an hour to an hour, maybe even longer, going through your review first and looking at all that data first is so powerful because you learn exactly what kind of goals do you want to be setting in the new year, right? What actually makes sense for you in quarter one? Because you might be setting goals that actually are kind of like just really in left field that really don't align to where you've been going the last three months or six months of the past year. I think that's so important also from a morale boosting perspective. Unless you had a year where your bank account was completely in the black, in the red and you got divorced and you somehow managed to gain 20 pounds of unwanted weight, you must have done something well. And it is so important, Matthew, that you said to recognize what went well that we can just keep doing, right? And then of course, areas for improvement and what else do you want? But first and foremost, what did you do well? 100%. 
how, okay. And then you mentioned time chunk, essentially time chunking your goals, right? So how do you do it? Do you start at five years and then work annually and then work quarterly? How do you, how, what are your time chunks? Well, I find that once you review the year and look at what, well, actually, what, actually, what, 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 well, or what could be improved for the previous year, I find brain dumping the goals you want to achieve first in your new year, and then asking the real question, like, what really is the three most important, maximum five most important goals in all areas that you're looking for, not just in your business. Yeah, um, it's looking at the balance aspect, and then chunking it down to what's now, what's the priority for the next twelve weeks, the next three months. So. I find that because we're like creatures of like, you know, getting, you know, almost like too way too far ahead, which obviously BHAG goals are great. Visions are very important. But if we can actually, you know, almost time chunk, what's our goal for the next three months for you and your life or your business or your relationship, whatever it is. Now you can have measurable progress reports you can measure on and work towards in a time frame that actually makes sense because a year is a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember as part of your nine step goal setting call, one of the definitive questions is, is this long range or is it short term, right? You put an L or an S next to every single one of your goals and determine, I guess, short term would be in a 12 week time frame, And then long range would be anything longer than three months from now. 100%. Um, all right. So we've got, how do we, pro okay, here's a good question, Matthew. Uh, you know, there are, You've, you mentioned business, you mentioned yeah. relationships. Obviously we have to take care of our physical health. Do you believe that all of those can be prioritized or do we have to go through seasons whereby we prioritize our health or our relationships or our business? That is an amazing question, Jamie. Um, you definitely will go through seasons, but it all comes in. Obviously, if you're going to only focus on one thing for the next three months, that can be very lopsided, obviously, in the process. But if you were to go in your goal setting and maybe you pick three areas you want to focus on in the next quarter, that one is a business, one is a health, and one could be a relationship goal. That's awesome because now you're kind of getting some balance in this process. But if you're trying to do eight things, you know, you want to hit a financial, you want to hit a relationship, you want to hit a fun goal, you want to hit maybe all these are important to you in the next year, but if you prioritize and break them into quarterly chunks, now you're, you're having bite sizable areas that make sense. You actually can measure these things, you know, and actually chunk things in your calendar in the week that makes sense. And I'm, I'm like one of the most, it's funny, you, you only do it for almost four or five years. You know, I like, you know, ideas and things are, are very important, right? Which are, those are great. But if we can't do, you know, the simple things great, then all the new ideas don't make any sense. Of course. Absolutely. And the other thing is that if, uh, let's say in the process of achieving your business goal, you leave your partner by the wayside or you start to resent them because they're demanding your time, it's going to eventually translate into your business, right? I don't serve my clients well if Katie and I are in a bad space. So it's, yeah, or uh, maybe for some of you, you might not be in a relationship, totally cool. You may not serve your clients well if you don't get to train that day right? Because you have so much pent up kinetic energy and nowhere to take out your stress. So it is not to your advantage to prioritize your business to the exclusion of your relationships and your physical health. That doesn't help anybody, least of all your bank account. A hundred percent, Jamie. I love that analogy. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about practical steps. 
What do people do? They've got a million things running through their head of everything they want to accomplish over the next 49 weeks in 2022. What, how do we even start? So the step one is you're going to have to review right now where you've come into 21. So you want to review everything you've accomplished in business, relationship, uh, adventure, fun, financial, um, health and fitness, spiritual, like just list everything that you kind of really worked, you know, where were you in January of last year to where you are in December of this year or this past year. And that's going to give you like Jamie talked about it, almost like an emotional boost because now you are measuring yourself and not somebody else. Because many of our goal settings are we set these goals because we want to be uh, or, you know, compare ourselves to somebody else because they're doing well. And that can actually put us in a really negative wheel whirlwind. So compare yourself first because you want to review progress, number one. Number two, then you brain dump. Now that you've reviewed, then ask yourself, okay, where are you going to focus now on 222? Like write those things down, number two. Number three, what goals do you want to set for the year as number three? So brain just, brain, just have fun. Brain dump your goals first off. Then number four, you want to prioritize. And we talked about, you know, look at what is the most important, say, for example, 10 things you want to achieve in the year, right? Maybe even five max. And then you want to balance them out. Like do all these goals, are they all business goals or are they all fun goals? Like really have a balance of like if you have 10 goals and six are business, one is relationship and there's no financial, but there's a spiritual thing in there that could be a little imbalanced, right? We're emotional creatures. We want to make sure we also have emotional connection with our goal setting as well. Then from there, you want to nail it down to three. And then from there, you want to break it down into quarters. So like, what's your focus point for the next 12 weeks? Um, and just pick three things. You know, one could be a business goal you want to achieve for your health and fitness you know, business. Maybe it's like you want to hit this many clients in 12 weeks. You want to spend a date day with your wife every week or your husband every week um, for the next 12 weeks. And the third goal is, you know, you want to spend an hour a day with your family uh, for the next 12 weeks. Those are three really simple things that, you know, you've, you've recognized that give you balance to help you achieve the collective whole. I love, I love the, oh, sorry. Were you going to keep going? No, keep rocking. That's perfect. Okay. So guys, you may see everything Matthew said as maybe slightly overwhelming. Oh my gosh. How do I get it all done? But remember that there is no doubt in my mind that every day you talk at least one client down from the ledge. When that client says, Jamie, I just don't have the time to track my macros because I have a full-time job and I'm, uh, you know, a wife and a mother to two kids. And you're like, wait a second, let's prioritize, let's plan. Maybe this means that on Sunday you do meal prep with your husband and you get it all out of the way and you pretty much eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day, right? We talk our clients down, letting them know there is in fact time to do everything because we are all given the same 24 hours per day. So when Matthew tells you, there, guys, there's time to balance your relationships and your finances, your business and your physical health. It's the same thing that you do for your clients, right? That is so true, Jamie. I love that. Um, you also, if I recall, one of the steps in the nine step goal setting, which we should definitely link to in this podcast, um, is the difference between, oh my gosh, I hope I don't butcher it. Is it a want and a desire or a need and a desire? A want and a desire. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. So want are things like, you know, maybe you want to have a car or you want to have a home or you want to, you know, you want to take that trip, which could be great, you know, but a need are things obviously that, you know, you know, like hitting your, like, for example, in your marriage, for example, that obviously would be a need because if your marriage, obviously if you're married, you got, you have kids, 
you need to spend time with your family or else it's not going to last very long. So identify basically the goals you have and like maybe that car you want to have or that vehicle you want to have, that's a, that's a want goal that could be a reward maybe after you've hit your need goal of like first financially hitting this goal you have to hit that gives you profitability, that gives you some savings where now you have some income generation that allows you to have a want goal in a year from now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's knowing the wants and needs to actually fulfill and drive you towards your purpose and not just have a bunch of want goals because want goals are material, usually material and or other goals, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, it requires a little bit of objectivity because, right, you, of course, you, you think that you need the Tesla, but you don't. You need a vehicle to get you from point A to point B. You do not need that vehicle to be a Lamborghini or a Tesla or a Maserati, right? Like, like Matthew said, that bonus is what our friend Ross would call a trinket. That is a reward for doing the thing you have to do. Right. I have one example, if I can share, Jamie, about that. So there's a guy named Mike Dillard, actually one of Aaron Parkinson's really good friends. And Mike mentioned something that's actually very intriguing on one of his podcasts last year that really kind of hit this want and need thing just like perfectly. So he's like, yeah, he's like, he hadn't been married for like five or six years. Actually was divorced. He remarried again. And he had basically bought his fifth sports car. You know, he had like bought his fifth, like, you know, it was like this really nice, the newest Ashton Martin. He's like, yeah, I drove this car for three months. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want this car anymore. I'm like, I just feel like this other car in my lot. And he's like, but I really, what I actually really wanted and needed was a really healthy relationship. So wow. I should put the energy into the relationship. And all of a sudden I'm like, these cars were really not really a big deal. I actually sold almost four of them. I only had one left. And it's like, that brought so much more joy to me, even though I, I, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire, like multimillionaire, but I was thinking that I need to have that car, but the need was more of like, I was trying to fill a gap in my life. And after the gap actually was a relationship that I was searching for. I found my future wife, married her this past year. And now it's like, I've never been happier. I actually quit doing the podcast because he wants to spend more time with her. Wow. Right. That's yeah. a huge example of like want and need, you know, and goal setting with your, with our lives. That's brilliant. So, right. Think about, think about where there is a lack of joy or happiness from some other element of your life and why, you know, is the other reason a lot of our clients start emotional eating, right? Because they're trying to fill a void or substance abuse or something like that. Matthew, really good point. Really good point. Um, how do you hold yourself accountable to your goals? That's a great question. Um, so definitely daily review of like just pulling the journal and basically rewriting what obviously we were focusing on is really important. Mm -hmm. um, if you could have some sort of support team, like actually I have Aaron, obviously I have yourself, I have, you know, Tanny as well. Aaron definitely always drills me with, you know, how progress is going. So accountability and support, having your, your own coach or own support team is very important because you will probably veer off track. It's normal with human beings, normal with anybody in life. So I'd say accountability is writing them down or at least writing them down every couple of days, you know, at some degree, um, minimum every week, kind of look at what you've got going on with the review. Um, and then from there, having your accountability support or your team around you to actually share, because when you share, here's one thing, writing your goal down is, is the first step, but reviewing how far you've come with the goal in the last week or two is the, is a step most people avoid and me included. I actually began doing this the last month from that book, The Gap and the Game, that I learned from Dan Sullivan. And it's amazing how much more joy you feel when you're like, oh, my gosh, I have this goal I've been writing down, but I should have come halfway already achieving already because I've done these three things. Incredible, right? Yeah. So I want to I want to address that for a second. And I want to use um, our friend, our former TRM 
all-star Anthony Pietrobono, uh, who's become the finance guy, um, had such an incredible, powerful story. You know he's big on goals. He writes everything down. And every day he, I'm going to pull from his story. He writes down uh, three things. The first one is, uh, where do I see myself? What would make today a success? What I'm grateful for, okay? Every single day, the exact same questions. And somebody said, hey, what's the point of doing this every day? Isn't it just the same answer over and over again, right? Because that's pretty much it, right? You want to make a million dollars, you write it. So his answer was this, vision goals may be repetitive, but what makes today success changes and gratitude changes. The purpose of doing this every day is to keep my focus on the big picture of how I want to design my life while simultaneously doing the daily tasks that will bring me to my ideal life. So repeating it and writing it over and over and over again, right? Greg McCoy, same thing. Every single day in a journal, he wrote down, my gym is worth a million dollars or something to that effect, I believe. And he wrote it every day 15 times as well, right? The journal was just full of 15, exact same thing every single day. So repetition, repetition, repetition. That is so right. It's funny because, you know, there's some studies that were actually conducted recently about our attention spans, you know, in relation to where our mind actually goes in the course of the day. And it was shown that, you know, our attention has, has gone from like 12 seconds down to like 4.4 seconds in the last like five years. Yeah. So that point is so bang on because what Anthony's doing and what Greg is doing, obviously we do as well, Jamie, is that when you reinforce things daily on a basis now, you're reinforcing our monkey brain, our balancing reptile brain here of like distractions everywhere yeah. into where are you truly going and then measuring how far you're coming um, and expressing the gratitude, obviously, as Anthony mentioned as well. So you're almost like reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing the idol if you're creating for yourself while measuring your progress, not somebody else's to reinforce how far you're coming in that process. Matt, who absolutely brilliant. Um, we are running out of time here, but I would love to know if you have any last minute gold nuggets or anything you want to end on as it relates to successful goal setting and achievement. Simplify to multiply. Okay. You can't just leave us. <laughs> Let's go. That's been like the one thing I'm going to tell myself every single day is like when you simplify your goals down to the simple things, you multiply your goals. So too many goals. So if you're trying to multiply too many goals, you're going to multiply none of them. If you simplify a few of the goals, you'll multiply many of them. My friends, go turn that into a meme and spread it across the internet. I hope that that turns, seriously, we need to make that a graphic. Matthew. You got out I'll ask John. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you on this show, Matthew. Jamie, you're amazing. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. Guys, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share on your social media platforms, tagging at Mindset Matthew, at Jamie91, at Trainer Revenue Multiplier, and show us some love by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform via iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, wherever. Until next time, this is the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show thanking you for joining us today and wishing you an epic rest of your day.